Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, Jeff Trunapole. And as always, I'm bringing you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio, home of the Cincinnati Reds. Now this show and every show is brought to you by T-Properties. T-Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out their website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. All right, guys, if you found the show, do me a favor, hit that like and subscribe button, smash that thumbs up. I lost one. I'm uh, I'm down to 668 subscribers. So let's try to keep it rolling. Get it get back up to 669, which is what I had yesterday. And try to get to 700 as fast as we can. Now, today, I'm doing a recorded show because I got stuff going on. And I, I can't go live today. So I apologize. I will be going live uh, tomorrow. And we'll, we will be doing our Bengals uh, Nation show live on Friday. But I want to start the show off with I'm going to steal this. If you guys are here in Cincinnati and you know uh, 700 WLW's uh, sports talk host, Lance McAllister, had a very good analogy about Zach Taylor and the Bengals and the players that don't seem that happy. You know, most of the players, actually all of the players who have voiced their opinion of how they don't like their role and how things are going are all Marvin's guys. None of the new guys are saying a word. Now, none of them are coming to Zach's defense, but none of them are complaining either. So, Lance brought it up. I don't know if you guys remember one of the best movies ever, one of my favorite movies called Hoosiers. And it's about this coach who went to Indiana, and you know they're all set in their ways, and we do things a certain way here, and this is the way it goes, and he was different, and they didn't like it. So he kept trying to run his system and run his system, and finally one game, uh, the one kid just decided to not listen and shoot and do it on his own because he won five passes. How many passes? Five. Five passes before they shot the ball. That was one that he wanted them to do. Well, this kid just started shooting, and he was draining them. They were going in, crowds going nuts and everything. Finally, Gene Hackman, the coach, got sick of it and benched him and told him to sit down. So later on in the game, uh, the, another guy fouls out. So you need five guys to play. They only got four. So the guy who got benched starts running off the bench, taking his uh, the warm up off like he's gonna check himself in the game. Gene Hackman go, looks at him going, "Hey, where do you think you're going?" He goes, "I'm gonna check in." He goes, "Sit down." You, but we need five. He goes, "Sit down." So the ref comes over. Hey, coach, we need five to play. He goes, "My team's out on the court." That whole thing kind of, I thought it was a good analogy as far as. What Zach Taylor, I think, is facing and what he's trying to accomplish. I mean, Carlos Dunlop even said it. Who is he to interfere with Zach Taylor's vision of what he wants or thinks the Bengals need to look like? And I'm going to put it to you this way. Zach Taylor's job is on the line. I mean, they've won one game. He's won three games in a year and a half, basically, with the with the Bengals. So... If he doesn't start getting it turned around, he's more than likely going to be fired. So don't you think if he really believed or he really saw something from Geno Atkins and Carlos Dunlap and all these other guys saw something in them that makes him think they need to play more to help him win, don't you think he would do it? Now, I'm not defending Zach, you know, but 
like Gene Hackman said in the movie, he goes, I only know how to coach one way. And Zach Taylor might be the same way. He only knows how to coach one way. And you got to kind of fall in line and do it his way. I had the same problem with uh, uh, Cody Glenn last year, Corey Glenn last year. You know, he, he got in a fight or whatever and had that whole debacle of last year where they sent him home, suspended him. And then after that, he came back and played okay. And the offensive line got better. So I'm not saying Zach's right. I'm not saying the Bengals players are right. Uh, I'm just saying this is a good an- analogy, I think, of what the Bengals and Zach Taylor are going through with the old way and Zach's way, you know? And right now, the Bengal players have to fall into Zach's way because he's the head coach. And like I said, if he didn't think what he was doing was going to work, then he would change. And a couple of things that Zach has has said, you know, he keeps saying, don't, pa- don't panic. We got to keep doing the same stuff, which he's right. You, you don't – bad things happen when you start doing things out of the ordinary. Now, I don't agree (laughs) with playing zone on third down every time. You know, I don't agree with that. That's got to change in my opinion. But as far as the coaching and his play calling, I guess his play calling to me in Indy was fine, except for that stupid, you know, halfback dive. That was, that was dumb. (laughs) Like that wasn't a very good play call, but the rest of them, I think we're fine. Um, the reason we lost this game was the defense. And I've said this on other shows this week. We got the deep ball. We actually converted three touchdowns in the red zone. So everything we were complaining about and upset about before happened in this game. Now, the one thing we're complaining about now that I'm complaining about a lot is playing zone and not being aggressive on defense. Now, to me, that's not changing the game plan. That's just being smart because... Most teams, like I said, when once you find something that is working, you keep doing it until they stop it. So anyway, those are things that, you know, I think the Bengals need to do. And it's just a good analogy. You know, kind of what, what do you guys think? If You know, like I said, if Zach really thinks these guys playing more would help him win and save his job, then I think he'd do it. But he's not. So eh, that's kind of a interesting analogy that I wanted to throw out there for you guys and see what you thought. Now, this is something I didn't, did not get a chance to get to on yesterday's show because everybody wants to talk about the Bengals, which is fine. We can talk about the Bengals, but I love my Bearcats and we missed them last week because of the COVID-19 had players out that we couldn't play in that game. I was against Tulsa and it's been rescheduled for December 3rd or 5th. I can't remember which, but the Bearcats are back at it this week. Now, the Bearcats are coming off, like I said, back-to-back weeks of being off. The 9-10 University of Cincinnati Bearcats football team, depending on which poll you look at, heads out on the road for the first time, because they are supposed to be the first time last week, but they're going on the road actually for the first time in 2020, traveling to Dallas to face the number 16 SMU on Saturday. Now, the cool thing, it's at 9 o'clock. It's in prime time. It's on ESPN2. So this is a time for UC to shine. National audience will be seeing them. It's time for them to show up and show what we got. Now, SMU, like I said, they're ranked 16th in the country, so they're no pushover. They've had a very good year so far. 
Now, like I said, UC is number nine in the Associated Press poll and number 10 in the USA Today poll. Now, this is an interesting fact. UC leads the AAC in scoring defense and total defense and is tied for fifth in the NCAA FBS with seven interceptions. That is awesome. That is, those are really, really good stats, really interesting things that are happening for the Bearcats. And like I said, they really need to step up and play really well. And I know it's going to be hard because they're coming off basically two bye weeks in a row. But one thing Luke Fickle said the other night on his coach's show is, yes, it's abnormal no, in a normal football season. He goes, but when we came back, we broke camp. They went to camp higher ground. They were off for three weeks before they even played a game. So this is only two weeks. So they've done it before. I don't expect them to get off to a fast start because, like I said, they're you know they're off for two weeks and they're, it's going to be a road game. It's the first road game of the year, and there's going to be a crowd there because in Texas they're letting people watch sporting events. Be nice if they would let the Bearcat fans and and the Nipper to watch a football game. But it's going to be a very good game, a very interesting game, and I think it's a big game. Like I said, primetime ESPN2. We've complained about not getting on ESPN. Well, we're on ESPN. We're on ESPN2, and it's in primetime. We need to show up. Now, UC leads this series with SMU 3-1 to and holds a 2-1 to edge at Ford Stadium. The last two matchups finished in overtime with which each team – winning on the road. So like I said, every time we play, there's not a lot of games I get really excited about as far as AAC teams go. SMU's one, Memphis, and Central Florida. Everybody else we should handle really easily. I, I really think we should beat SMU. But like I said, with us coming off of two-week layoff, we might be rusty. The good thing is uh, Reader uh, got another chance to rest his foot. Uh, so hopefully he will be nice and healthy. The, the one thing that Reader is, that's quarterback for Bearcats, if you're if you're not a Bearcat fan. This year, he has missed the deep ball several times. There has been a lot of games where the wide receivers are open. They beat their guy, and he just flat missed them. And those are things that if the Bengals get into a really good bowl game, or the you know college football playoffs, you got to hit those shots. You know that that that's what's got to happen. Now, me and Jeremy Dean were talking about this with um. Now he's an Ohio State fan. I am too, but UC's my number one. But Ohio State, they're going to start playing uh, this weekend. Now I think they're only playing eight games. And what he was telling me is, since they started so late, if they have any outbreak with the pandemic or anything like that. There are there they either if they if they can't play the game it's a forfeit because they don't have time, you know, to make the game up. I mean, because unless you want to play in the March and April, you know, or that, that would be when you had the playoffs and the bowl games and stuff like that. I mean, the Bengals are already playing their season into December right now, which normally we're done by Thanksgiving. So the interesting thing, this is one thing I, I've I've brought up before in past shows. I more, mostly at the beginning of college football season and. I really do think it's something that should happen and they should consider is ex- this is the year to expand the college football playoffs because it's money. <laughs> They're going to want Ohio state. They're going to want, you know, 
the big Alabama. They're going to want these big money schools in there. If let's just say Ohio State, let's say Ohio State has to forfeit one or two games because guys get sick, or or I don't even say get sick, just come down and test positive. From what Jeremy's telling me, they got to they can't play for fourteen days, so that's two games. You know, so say Justin Fields is out for you know, say he gets tested positive for COVID, he's out for two weeks. That's two games that they are either going to play without the quarterback or if they get enough positive tests, they got to forfeit. So that's where I think with everything that's going on, that they're going to expand the playoffs. Like I said before, Big Ten, Pac-12, they made a mistake. I mean, they should have started when everybody else did. And that way, if you have games where you can't play, you have enough time to make them up. But since they decided to take their ball and go home and nobody else followed them, <laughs> they're kind of stuck with what they did to themselves. But and that's when they say, well, they did it to themselves. True. But we all know <laughs> they are not going to leave these big schools out of this. They're just not. I mean, it's not going to happen. So. I mean, if they were, then Ohio State wouldn't be ranked as high as they are when they haven't played a game, <laughs> you know? So, Ohio State, these the Big Ten school is going to be in the college football playoffs. So, that's where I – and then you're going to argue, like, say say UC goes undefeated, and then you got Ohio State that, you know, is five and three or whatever, and, you know, they had two of the games that they had to, you know, forfeit, you know, or, you know, something like that. Or just say the two games that they – lost they had a forfeit they're like well they're really undefeated and you know all this stuff and so it, that to me that's where it's like they expanded the base, baseball playoffs they did the play-in round or whatever they did in orlando for the nba they let 25 teams in the nhl in the playoffs so i everybody else is expanding their playoffs i really believe that college football will and probably should expand their playoffs for this year which would be great for my Bearcats, then they'd get in, which would be awesome. And hopefully we will show up and do better than we did last time when we were in the Orange Bowl and Sugar Bowl. That would be awesome. All right, guys, I want to get to my Facebook groups that I help run. They are Bengals Nation, Bearcats Country, Reds Country, and Cyclones Country. And I ask you to follow me on all my social media platforms that's under sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And this is a YouTube show. I'm up to 668. Actually, down. I lost one. Like I said, 668 subscribers. If you find the show, if it's on Bengals Nation, Bearcats Country, Reds Country, my, you know, my Facebook page, my Twitter, whatever I put it on, do me a favor. Go to the YouTube channel and subscribe to my Sports Strawberry Ice channel. And every time I go live or I do a recorded uh, show like this, you get notified and you can watch. And if for some reason you can't watch it, I put it on a podcast. So when you do that, it's on Potbean, Apple, Spotify, and pretty much anywhere you get your podcast, I'm there. Like, subscribe, rate, give me a five-star review. That would be awesome. And other than that, you guys have a great day. Check me out tomorrow. I will be back doing it live. We're going live again Friday with my boys. Jeremy and Mike from Bengals Nation will be previewing the Browns game. And if it's Brown, flush it down. And other than that, uh, oh, sorry. See, I'm doing it live and I still forgot my, I got to end it. Other than that, 
Dutch of Sports, baby. See ya.